I'm Bailey. <laughs> I'm Nini. And welcome to On a Grassy Knoll. Weird vibes. Weird vibes only. Weird vibes only. Good vibes get the fuck out. Or pay five bucks. <laughs> or pay five bucks. <laughs> Cover charge Cover five charge bucks for, for, for good, good vibes. vibes. <laughs> you guys, I cut off my... Oh, we didn't even talk about our cocktail. Of the, our signature oh, we cock. didn't talk about the signature cock before we devoured it. Um, I still have one. Okay. Uh, what do you want to call this? What should we well, call what, What's the base? The base so it's um, Kirkland vodka, obviously. Um, pomegranate juice. Lemon... And... Pomegranate cocktail mix. Yeah, but that's like what's like better than pomegranate juice. Yeah, that's true. That's it has true. more depth. I that's think. true. Yeah. So, but like the pomegranate mixer itself has like lemon and cane sugar, and mm. it's like very like sweet and tart. Yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice flavor combo. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. What do you want to call it? Um, and a little ginger beer. Um, the extraterrestrial, because I gave Nini that. Alien vodka. True. Yeah. Oh no, the door's not closed. Oh yeah, sorry. No. Um, yeah, which we did taste the alien vodka before we started, and it was not pleasant. And I was like, I wonder if this is what alien vodka like tastes like. Assley. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, and I didn't even mean to say. Oh my fucking You God. heard it here first. You guys. heard it here first. It tasted Asseline. like Asseline. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I'm bringing that down. Even though it's probably not dude. able to be a fucking title. Although that one time it let us have ass. Yeah. Maybe ass is not a bad, not flagged as a bad word because you're like, it's a donkey. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. How would you even. Um... <laughs> it. Bilbo tastes like ass. Holy. Like Bilbo's not even outside. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. I can hear his little jingle jingle. Oh, okay. Sorry. I heard him over there, but not over here. Oh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. We had a, better than ever. Better than ever. We literally leveled up while we were gone. Yeah. We we took in some mana, if you will. And we have um, ascended. We have um, ascended the corporeal plane plane thank god we're astral projecting to your about house time. <laughs> about time what is that what is god that awful <laughs> noise <laughs> Wait, let's let's do it let's do a little pause okay. actually because that's bad cool anyway right, sorry about that guys anyways some guy with a really small penis just drove down the street <laughs> real. a really small penis and the most obnoxious bass you've ever heard and life. probably like an ugly falling apart car yeah M- more than likely yeah or it's a nice car but he's falling apart Inside. <laughs> Inside. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh what I'm are sorry. you drinking right Ew, now? I'm drinking a fucking white claw surge lime flavor, the god awfulness that I have just succumbed to. Like like Nini said, it's alcohol, so I'm gonna drink it, but it tastes like static. I'm gonna complain the whole time. It tastes like static derogatory. Yes, exactly. Yeah, not not in a not in a good way. Not in a good way. But I mean at least the can looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda cute. It's kinda it's kinda cute. It's white like... claw gives such like I live in the OC and I'm kind of racist vibes. And I have Birkenstocks. I haven't washed in like six years. Mm. Jesus Christ. Exactly that. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. This is a Birkenstock hate side well, over here. Not me. I love Birkenstocks. But yeah. Like, I'm if like, you... I also am anti-croc, but Bailey wears Crocs. So, yeah. You know, and I pull them off. Yeah. It's... I'm like, honestly, I, I can't be mad at it. Sorry. 
sorry. Because they're not like I used to hate Crocs too. Don't get me wrong. I've definitely yeah. evolved. I mean, I think it's because you are you. Yeah. And you're like a lush she they. <laughs> but if a man wears Crocs, oh, like God, immediately no. turned off. No, 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 no. And honestly, I've seen people wear Crocs and they look ugly. Like it really depends on like the style of the Croc and your style the condition of the croc the condition the style and the the fit itself because it can completely throw off a fucking outfit or it can make an outfit yeah absolutely absolutely you know i I get the hate i understand that's our stance on crocs or my stance on crocs uh anyways guys (laughs) um you know what nini and i were talking about earlier that we really wanted to bring up yes y'all remember scare tactics back when like sci-fi was literally that bitch was that bitch was that cunt in your house? Was that, that was I serving? T G I R L. You know I am that, that girl. Bitch, don't kiss and tell. Hey, girlfriend, ATL. Okay. Uh, Are you mad at me? Because <laughs> I'm cunt, bitch. Are you mad at me? Because I'm touched it. Anyway, sorry. But yeah. Stream Aaliyah's interlude, please. Oh, God. Scare Tactics was, was fantastic. Fantastic. That shit used to scare the fuck out of me. It was such If I was a television. friend who got set up, I would I would be scarred for life. Oh, it's on site. We're... I'm beating the fuck out of you. If, oh if there was God. one of my I would never do that, that to you. No, I would. I would. It's on site. Like, I could do that. I, I would do it to Brock. I would do it to Brock my mom. Yeah, Brock could handle it. Um, uh, I don't know if your you, mom could. I don't know if my mom could either. It depends on what it is. I'm like, your mom can't run. My mom can't run. She would drop to the floor dead. <laughs> she would do a meme and be like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to lay here. Oh, and just, if my I God. lay here, yeah. would you lie with, with me? Um, like, abduct me or whatever. Do you remember the one where it was like an alien abduction? Yes. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one was that was one of the more. No, like, my, my the morgue one. most fearful one was the... um like contamination and they came in with like the hazmat suits <gasps> hazmat suits freak me the fuck out for some reason period covid yeah. was awful living through that like you know aside from the deaths and shit just like triggering that like fear from my childhood i was like ah! yeah no it reminded me of and this came out like when we were like younger too 28 days later oh my god i was just talking to josiah about this i've never seen that film. you've never seen i've what? never seen that film killian murphy's in it really yeah first one it's fantastic oh, i didn't know that it's so good dude the soundtrack is phenomenal too it's and the way it's shot is so early 2000s oh. like grungy oh. kind of like slightly like blurry, blurry camera blue work oh, ish dude, gray it's yeah. so fucking good oh i love and that. also killian murphy i'm sure you're listening killian. hi Hello. our number one fan our number one fan <laughs> our we were in his top five for yeah, sure yeah 100 um, he definitely emailed us at on a grassy oh wait uh, <laughs> oh, <I'm just> <laughs> he emailed us at on at gmail but we didn't get it because that's not our email <laughs> that's our old email that i literally cannot get into for the life really of me. yes that's bro so it's funny. annoying like, who knows what's in there no <laughs> there might mail. be no hate it's mail. like it's like offers to like co-host like other podcasts you're like oh <laughs> Right. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that one time I checked my MySpace because I had gotten um, grounded for like a prolonged amount of time oh my God. and I checked my MySpace and I had a message from Neve Shulman. What? Yeah. Of Catfish. Of Catfish. Of Catfish fame. Of Catfish Like fame. literally like, hey, like, blah, 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 do you know so-and-so? Like if you do oh like, how do you know a reply- catfish? Mm-hmm. <gasps> reply back at, and like his phone number. Oh my God. I know. And it Damn. like when I called, it was like a. This number has been changed, so I I don't know if like they do that for the show or yeah. if it's just like a literal scam. But yeah, maybe. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. But like, okay. Probably... <sighs> I don't know if I want to talk about this. Okay, you don't have to. No, like it's not in a traumatic way, but like oh, in an okay. embarrassing way. Oh, okay. Like in the way that like I used to write One Direction fan fiction. I also used to role play. I like... used to write Panic at the Disco fan fiction, so it's okay. <laughs> that's, somehow, that's somehow worse. worse we'll we'll I... circle back to that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle. We'll come back to that. <laughs> 
keep that tab open. <laughs> no, but I literally, I remember this friend of mine in high school. Oh, I wouldn't call her friend. She was mm. more of a acquaintance. An acquaintance. Um, she introduced me to online role playing, which oh is where God. you like basically like use fake profiles and like create like a you know you simulate a whole life with someone yeah. and i was so into it oh really? my god and i oh met gosh. someone named bryce allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> and um i dated them for like allegedly uh like a year and i was 13 going on 14 <gasps> and when we found out like how old this woman was 27 Oh, I I wasn't prepared for that twist. A twenty-seven-year-old lesbian who was like literally like uh, accepting nudes from a thirteen-year-old me. Yeah, so trauma, but not really because like it's fine for me to talk about it because like I was an active participant in this, but I was a victim because what the fuck? I was literally being groomed by an adult. I thought I was talking to a British man and end up being this like random lesbian from like Lancaster. Oh God, (laughs) nothing good ever comes out of Lancaster. That should have been your first red flag. (gasps) Wow. And all my friends like to this day still make fun of me for it. They're like, Bryce, do you remember Bryce? Because he had the, or she had the worst British accent ever. And I was like, I don't know, like maybe it's like one of those weird Cockney accents. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe she's a shop. He's a shop. I don't know. (laughs) No, so yeah, that's my Bailey's trauma of the day. Of the day. And that's our intro, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's fucking get into it after these brief messages. Maybe. Um, so. Welcome Today, back. friends, we have a very special Reddit episode. Reddit episode. Lasers. Um, yeah. So for this week's um Reddit episode, I'm keeping it seasonally appropriate. Yes. So grab your roasted chestnuts and your holiday sweaters. Okay. Because this week we're diving into some Christmas horror stories. Yay! I love Christmas horror stories. But first, you know me. I love a little bit of history. Okay. So we're gonna dive into the history of something you may not be familiar with what um you've probably read or watched movie versions of um english author charles dickens seminal christmas tale from 1843 titled a christmas carol yeah in prose being a ghost story of christmas that's the full title (laughs) that's the full title title. i have no idea or more commonly a christmas Christmas carol yeah but here's a brief synopsis 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 Synopsis. (laughs) from our good friend wikipedia for those of you who might need a refresher quote on a bleak, cold Christmas Eve in London, seven years after the death of his business partner, Jacob Marley, Ebenezer Scrooge, an aging miser who dislikes Christmas, is visited by the ghost of Marley and the spirits of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. After their visits, Scrooge is transformed into a kinder, gentler man. Unquote. Hmm. Which is, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Okay. But did you know the tradition of telling ghost stories for Christmas is actually much older than the 1840s? Really? When this novel was published, yeah. We're starting off with a Smithsonian mag, which I love the Smithsonian mag, honestly. Um, this article is from December 23rd, 2016, okay. by Kat Eschner, and it's titled, Why Do People Tell Ghost Stories on Christmas? This is a quote. Christmas, as celebrated in Europe and the U.S., was originally connected to the pagan winter solstice celebration and the festival known as Yule. The darkest day of the year was seen by many as a time when the dead would have particularly good access to the living. Hmm. Religious studies professor Justin Daniels told Omnia, a University of Pennsylvania blog. And Christmas, as a holiday, has a cocktail of elements that invite ghosts, writes Colin Fleming for the Paris Review. There are short days of the year and a weird admixture of pagan habits and grand religiosity. 
Oh, that's a weirdly <laughs> worded sentence. Sorry. It says, and a weird admixture of pagan habits and grand religiosity obtains. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Um, between all that and the rum punch, well, a few tales are bound to come out. This was particularly true in the days before TV. As we've discussed before, by the time Charles Dickens came along with his Christmas Carol in 1843, the tradition of Christmas was fading. In fact, for most people, it was still a work day. Really? Writes antiquarian bookseller Vic Zoshak of Tavistock Books. Huh. The Industrial Revolution meant fewer days off for everyone, and Christmas was considered so unimportant that no one complained. Huh. Pretty much. So, like, it, Charles Dickens is, like, ooh, a Christmas story. Oh, Jesus oh. fucking Christ. Plus. Okay, so, um, like I said, uh, the Industrial Revolution meant fewer days off for everyone, and Christmas was considered so unimportant that no one really complained. That's crazy. So, um, Charles Dickens' Christmas story is credited with bringing back Christmas, Christmas. into, like, the public consciousness and, like, oh, celebrating Christmas yeah. again. So, that was kind of cool. Um, the next article I have okay. is from bookriot.com, and it's from 2021, titled, Why We Used to Tell Ghost Stories on Christmas Eve, and Why We Should Restart That Tradition, by K.W. Colyard. In their essay for the website Book Riot, Colyard describes how a Christmas carol, quote, breathed new life into the centuries-old tradition of telling ghost stories on Christmas Eve. In fact, the tradition was so popular by the end of the 19th century that writer Jerome K. Jerome, which LMAO, <laughs> yeah. um, observed in 1891, quote, Whenever five or six English-speaking people meet round a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other ghost stories. It is a genial festive season, and we love to muse upon graves, dead bodies, murders, and blood. I mean... I mean, he's not wrong. We have a podcast about that shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, in simpler terms, Colyard describes humans as, quote, the storytelling animal. The kinds of stories we choose to tell reflect our fears, hopes, dreams, and religious beliefs. Yeah. It's no surprise, then, that two different religious observances played a role in normalizing the telling of ghost stories on Christmas Eve. The Celtic pagan holiday of Samhain, Samhain oh, yeah. uh, which takes place on or around November 1st, signaling the approach of winter. It's believed that the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is thin enough for spirits to cross over and visit their old homes on Samhain. Hmm. A few weeks later comes a Germanic pagan holiday of Yule. Although traditionally associated with the winter solstice, Yule's original meaning has been lost to time. Yeah. There's evidence to suggest that it was a festival for the dead, or perhaps a New Year's celebration. It's also worthwhile to note here that Samhain takes place on the as the days begin to grow shorter, and Yule comes on the shortest day of the year. Oh. Longer night means less light to work by, which means more time spent indoors, which means an increased need for entertainment. And ghost stories fit right in with spending seemingly endless nights huddled around the light and warmth of the fireplace. Unquote. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah I'm like that. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Um, so I agree with Colyard, yeah. and I think we should bring back one hundred percent. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. So Are that's we what we're doing right now, baby. I've got two abridged Reddit horror stories centering around the holly jolly holidays. Yay. I can't wait. Let's dive into our first one. Okay. Um, this was posted nine years ago on the r slash no sleep thread. Love that. By user manon underscore Lyset. And it's called, quote, a spy cam in my Christmas tree called <laughs> more than just Santa. This is, this is a really good one. The second one's a lot scarier, but this one's like a good, like creepy one. Oh, sure. Okay. This tale begins with the author telling us how during a Boxing Day sale, which is basically like the Canadian version of Black Friday, mm. but it comes on December 26th. Right. They found an ornament with, quote, a built-in camera to record a unique perspective on your holiday celebrations in a clearance bin, and they took it home for less than 10 bucks. The man stored the ornament until the following year okay. when he told his two young daughters about it before setting it up on the Christmas tree so they could, quote, catch Santa in the act. I had an old costume in the attic and intended to deliver some gifts in full view of the camera on Christmas night. Aww. Unquote, which is, like, super cute. Yeah, that's super cute. Like any good dad, the guy double-checked the ornament cam was working before, quote, inserting the micro SD card back in the ornament, and I slipped in a new battery in anticipation for the big night. Gotcha. Unquote. 
Christmas Eve came and the man and his family enjoyed dinner and time together before letting the young girls unwrap one gift before they went to bed. I do that. Do you do that? Same. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, quote, eventually our kiddos dozed off. My wife kissed me on the cheek and headed to bed while I turned off the lights. I retrieved the costume and tiptoed to the living room, getting ready for my big feature film debut. Okay. So I'm like, he's just like me. I know, literally. Um, quote, I did everything you would expect Santa to do. I ate most of the cookies. I drank the milk. I pat my large stomach and said my ho-ho-hos and dropped a few presents by the fireplace, all in full view of the camera. Unquote. The next morning, so Christmas Day, okay. when the little girls woke up, they eagerly asked their dad to play the video from the ornament cam so they could see Santa. Okay. Quote, I transferred the footage to my laptop, forwarded to where Santa showed up, and pressed play. My girls squealed with delight and jumped in front of the screen, frantically waving at Santa. Aww. It brought me so much joy to see how happy they were, so I continued to play the video in the background while we unwrapped our gifts. Oh no. I spotted a box I hadn't seen the night before. <gasps> it was small and wrapped in blue foil paper I didn't recognize. My name was on it, but my wife seemed as surprised as I was to see it there. My youngest daughter spoke. Daddy, that's gotta be from Mr. Elf, she said, her voice cheerful and bright. The man's wife asked, honey, what elf? The one that came with Santa, the little girl said. The man panicked and began to scroll through the video, quote, clicking forward and back until I saw what my daughter had seen. There was someone in the living room. <gasps> he walked into the corner after I turned off the lights. He stood there watching me parading around as Santa. The strange tall man in the elf costume stood perfectly still for over an hour watching the camera from a distance. After a while, he walked over to the plate of cookies and bit the head off a gingerbread man. The man then quietly approached the Christmas tree. I thought the audio wasn't working as he reached the tree, but I began to hear his slow and steady breaths. He reached towards the ornament and the video stopped. Oh my god. Unquote. Horrifying, right? That's when the man grabbed the mysterious blue box under the tree and frantically ripped it open. Quote, there, on a bed of bubble wrap, was the battery I put in the camera the night before. My wife took the ornament and opened the back. The battery was missing. I don't know what scares me more. What the camera caught or what the elf might have done after he turned off the camera. Oh my god. And that's the end of the first one. Holy shit! I know, dude! I was like, eh? A tall man in an elf costume just standing. I, I imagine Will Ferrell and that's yeah. somehow even scarier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell in the dark and you're Ew. in the corner of your house. Oh, oh my god, that's terrifying. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> I love that. Wow, okay. that was I love that, that. So that was the first the first spooky tale, Yay. and now I will tell you the second one. Wait, I thought we were going back and forth. Oh yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, back yeah, and forth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, so <laughs> so exciting. Um, so I don't know if you guys listened to our first Reddit episode um, from last month, mm -hmm. um, but we are going to go back and forth, kind of like with our know. stories. Yeah, like popcorn so, reading, paranormal conspiracy, paranormal, paranormal conspiracy. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> okay, so this was posted in um slash conspiracy by underscore underscore um user nefariousness clear ninety four. Ooh. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Nefariousness. <laughs> nefariousness. Yeah. Same. Truly. Same. Um so they write. The CIA revealed a quote heart attack gun in nineteen seventy five. A battery-operated gun which fired a dart of frozen water and shellfish toxins. Once inside the body, it would melt, leaving only a red small mark on the victim when it, where it entered. The official cause of death would always be a heart attack. So. Okay. This thing is real. What? Yeah. Oh, shit. According to military.com, oh. a CIA secret weapon used for assassination shoots a small poison dart, 
to cause a heart attack, as explained in congressional testimony in the video. And there's a video attached. Okay. Um, the dart from the secret, secret CIA weapon can penetrate clothing and leave nothing but a tiny red dot on the skin. On penetration of the deadly dart, the individual targeted for assassination may feel as if bitten by a mosquito, or they may not feel anything at all. Oh, fuck. The poisonous dart completely disintegrates upon entering the target, and the lethal poison then rapidly enters the bloodstream, causing a heart attack. So once the damage is done, the poison denatures quickly so that in an autopsy, it's very unlikely to detect the poison Shit. at all. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. I was like, I'm dumbfounded oh. right now. <laughs> I was like, uh, cool, like, cool. Th- now I gotta be on the lookout for that. This is shit that you like think about and it's like, oh yeah, there's definitely there's that. No but way. when there's confirmation of it, you're like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> you're like tiny mouth. Like, oh, okay. But... I mean, it, it literally sounds like a James Bond weapon, right? Absolutely. Um, so this is all verifiable in congressional testimony the astonishing information about the secret weapon comes from u.s senate testimony in 1975 on rogue activities of the cia this weapon is one of many james bond like discoveries of the church committee hearings officially known as the united states senate select committee to study governmental operations with respect to intelligence activities damn yeah that's a lot of fucking it's a lot of fucking words wow can you imagine, like, having to write that, like, on every oh, single, like... Yeah. my hand? Jesus. Um, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then I was reading the comments, and someone just posts one word under this post. Stanley Kubrick. <gasps> so. Oh, yeah. shit. Some have suggested that Kubrick had, in fact been murdered by way of a Masonic satanic poisoning in line with the subjects of his film Eyes Wide Shut. Kubrick had suffered a myocardial infarction in his sleep, which is said to be easy to induce through simple poisoning. The exposure of the secret organizations of the wealthy elite may have ruffled a few feathers, because if you guys don't know, that's basically what Eyes Wide Shut is about. Mm. Um, Though evidently, with the news in recent years of the, you know, despicable behavior of um, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and, you know, most likely, like, Prince Andrew and the the royals. The royals, yeah. um, There are almost certainly still active organizations that, you know, engage in these illicit behaviors. Not necessarily saying that, like, there is or isn't an Illuminati, because we'll talk about that in another episode. Oh, yes. But I just thought it was really interesting, because... Um, it ought to be stressed that if anybody needed to keep something a secret, it would likely be the organizations depicted in Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. So do those have, um, you know, do those groups have the financial power to keep things hush, whether by paying off artists and journalists or engaging in strict confidentiality of its members? And I feel like this is kind of an interesting topic because... Um, you know, with any kind of conspiracy, it can get really far off. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's interesting because Kubrick died right before the premiere of this film. Yeah. And uh, I didn't include it because uh, there was a lot to include. But um, his wife said that, like, everything seemed normal the mm-hmm. night before. So, like, she wasn't really sure, like, where this heart attack came from. He didn't seem to be in ill health. Or no, or not at all. Jesus, the wind is, you wind, guys, the wind dude. is crazy it's right so now. Um, so many of the elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh shit! Sorry, wait. Sorry, ah. there's something <laughs> covering my page. Uh, many of the elite 
have vested interests in the film industry itself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Eyes Wide Shut was based, like many of Kubrick's works, on a piece of literature. This time was Arthur Schnitzler's 1926 novella, Dream Story. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the film is by far a more popular medium than the literature itself. Mm-hmm. So, whoever, so whoever had their hands on the working knowledge and understanding of Eyes Wide Shut knew that. Given Kubrick's stature, the film was likely to be revered by many. Yeah. So, like... They were like, oh fuck, because it, it was whammy. one of his. La- it was his last film, so like, yeah, double whammy. he had literally been like, and I mean, he was already accused of helping the government uh, stage the moon landing. Yeah, yeah. So, damn. Yeah. Um, while it is understood that Kubrick's cause of death was a heart attack, several signs suggest that perhaps it was not as simple as reported. Although Kubrick had already completed the film and it was ultimately released to acclaim. Whoever may or may not have wanted to stop the film from being shown could have done more to prevent it, especially given their suspected power. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So that's my first one. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. Thank you. Wow. I took that from you because I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Like, I could, like, talk about a conspiracy and then, like, dive deeper into it. So. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's all you're doing, baby girl. That's all you get, baby girl. That's all you. It's all you. I mean, I could, yeah, I could see that. Right? Yeah. I feel like Kubrick has been so... um, He is a conspiracy theory in general. No, quite literally. Yeah. yeah. And he's just been so um, in close, like, contact with government, like, conspiracies themselves. Entities and officials and things like that. So it's just kind of like, oh. And it's like, once you watch Room... What is it? 243? Yeah. About... Is it 243? I think so. I thought it was 217. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, once you watch that documentary about like The Shining that points out all the symbolism and all yeah two seventeen two seventeen yeah but um, I, maybe the because that's The Shining itself but is Room two forty three like the actual movie? No, no, oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, you know that whole documentary really breaks down the symbolism and in just The Shining with up. the moon landing yeah. stuff. So I mean, Eyes Wide Shut is a weird fucking movie. First I of all, watch it. it's you've never seen it before. No, I've never seen it before. It's weird. It's kind of long. Um, I remember the first time I saw it, I was probably like 16, 17. So oh, I was kind of yeah. like, mm-hmm. I didn't really like get it. Get it? I, yeah. I want to do a rewatch. Yeah, of we it should soon, rewatch so. it. Or you should rewatch it, and I should watch it for the yeah. first time. Yeah, and then we'll we'll do like a comparison, mm-hmm. if you will, on, on things we caught. But yeah, that would like, be fun. Even though I'm, you know, weary of Tom Cruise because he stole my car <laughs> that one time. Listen to our earlier episodes. I probably dive into that lore. About Don't we have Tom a literal? I think we car. have two. No, we almost had two Tom Cruise titles, but we have Tom Cruise jumping on a couch. Jumping on a couch, yeah. Yeah. which is one of our best episodes, yeah. I think, in terms of listens. So listen True. to that one. Listen to that one. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyways, we just love, um, you know, <laughs> talking shit about our exes. Talking shit about our exes, man. <laughs> what else do you do on a on a cold December night? You know, literally on a cold December Saturday. On night. a cold December Eve, such as this. Um. So, okay. Our next creepy Christmas tale. Yay! Is once again from the No Sleep Forum. Oh, okay. So, which we love. Yeah. Uh, this is from four years ago, and this one was posted by user Tom Hyphen Brooks. Tom Brooks. Tom Brooks. You know him, you love him. Yep. When you know him, you love him. <laughs> you're about to find out about him. <laughs> um. And this is called. Don't look outside on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it was funny because like these are the ones that I found that were the shortest like one shot stories because uh-huh. there was a lot that were like series. And oh, I was, like, that's gotcha. Too yeah, much. that's too like much. I yeah no we're not doing a multi parter. Right, 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 right. Um. So at the beginning of this tale, the author he pretty much opens with, "quote I'm hiding in my towel closet. 
I called the cops, but I don't think they'll be here in time. Let me back things up and set the scene for you. He says. <laughs> He's just in his closet, like, He's like, but anyways, let me give you some <laughs> Let me give you some context. <laughs> <laughs> so, the author lives two states away from their family. Okay. And sadly, they couldn't visit for the holidays due to financial struggles related to student loans, which okay. fucks Understandable. Uh, quote, this is the first time I've ever been able to live on my own. I'm renting a cabin in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Wisconsin, which is first mistake. Yeah. Um, all that's around is a convenience store and a bar. The place is nice, rent is cheap, and the living room has a nice fireplace. Cool. Unquote. Which, like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, since they were spending Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day alone, uh, they plan to heat up a frozen pizza and watch TV on the couch in the living room. Sounds right like a great day. Right. Uh, quote, I was awakened by a knock at my door around 11.45 p.m. It's dark and snowy out, per mm-hmm. usual this time of year. I couldn't see who it was, and I don't get visitors, so I looked out of the small window in the living room, where I could make out a human-like figure. <gasps> A human-like figure? human-like figure. <laughs> my gut was telling me to stay the hell away from what was at the door before I even got a chance to move. Oh, fuck. I trusted my gut and moved to my room. I began to think I was a bad person for leaving whoever was out there in that icy mess. Just as the thought entered my mind, the knocking grew louder. I covered my ears in response to the noise beyond my door. I faced away, and it only got worse. Oh, my God. It was like, bang, bang, bang. Like, bang, bang, oh, bang, bang. The, the sound of, like, loud knocking. Yeah, especially, like, the, like three, like, bop, 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 Like that. It's so, it's so commanding. It's so, it's so jarring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, unsettling. Fearful and reluctant, the author walked to the front door and opened it just a crack to peek outside. Hello? I peered through the crack. Hi, the person stated. I realized it was a young woman. My car broke down, and this seemed like a good place to seek shelter. Our narrator was immediately suspicious. Yeah. Quote, there's a convenience store and a bar within a mile of each other. Why show up at a random house for help? Yeah. The narrator watched as the woman glanced over her shoulder, quote, as if she could see anything through the darkness and the snow. Right. Our author offered the woman a number for a towing company, adding, there should be an inn at least a few miles from here. The towing company can take you. But the stranger wasn't satisfied with this answer. Quote, are you sure? It's awfully cold out here, and I don't know how long it'll take them to get here. She replied, while looking more paranoid, her eyes darting from side to side, up and down. It was really freaking me out. What is she, a fucking black-eyed He's... kid? <laughs> no, it's like a young woman, so I don't think so. Uh, she's not a kid. Uh, he spoke again. Quote, listen, hun, my house is a wreck and it's the middle of the night. I'm sorry, I know it's the holidays, but I have a thing about letting strangers into my house. Wrong response. Quote, her fear turned to anger and she became hysterical. She kicked, punched, and beat my door trying to force herself in. Her polite words were now screams. Let me in! Let me in! The narrator quickly locked the door. Quote, the knob rattled violently, then stopped abruptly. Before he called the police to report the strange encounter. After not hearing any more banging or shouting, quote, I figured you'd given up and left. As I began to relax, I heard a faint sound. It was a shuffling of snow outside of my window. (gasps) I pulled the blinds back and peeked outside. The woman was making a circle in the snow. I squinted, trying not to reveal my presence. My eyes began to adjust to the darkness outside. It was now 1 a.m. There were symbols I couldn't recognize. Oh, no. And a large pentagram in the center. (gasps) When she finished her, quote, artwork, she looked right at me. Staring into my soul, her gaze sent chills down my spine. Her mouth opened at inhuman angles. Just then, a scream was released. (gasps) I fell back into the couch and called the cops a second time. Hello, I need police at address. Uh-huh. Please come quick. And the police answered, sir, we already have the sheriff and backup on their way. They should be there within the hour. Lock your doors. And then they hung up on him. Hung up on him. He said he heard the click and it was like done. But the narrator wasn't entirely phased. They decided to, quote, 
freshen up and get ready for bed. <laughs> I brushed my teeth and rinsed my face. I thought that would make me feel better, more alert. I was wrong. Just then, there was another knock at the door, followed by a deep scream. Quote, I mustered the strength to peek outside. There were blue and red lights flashing, signaling help had arrived. But something was wrong. Why? There were two mangled bodies left inside of what I can only describe as the altar. <gasps> Remnants of black uniforms informed me of who they were. Police. Another guttural howl was heard, this time only a few feet from my window. I did the only thing I could think of, and that was to hide. That brings me to the now. I'm in my closet. There are two dead bodies in the snow and something outside of my house. Something not human. I don't know when she, or it, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, will get inside, but my gut is saying that she will. Please, if you're reading this, protect yourself this holiday season. Don't let it know you're there. Don't be like me. Save yourself and your family. I just heard something come down the chimney. And it's not Santa. She's inside. And that's where it ends. Isn't that so scary? Like, once the cops turn out, you're like, fuck! I'm dead, bitch. Like, your only semblance of help. Like, my gut is saying that she will. That shit scared me. Like, more than than anything in in this whole story. I was like, that's deeply cursed. Damn. And that's the end of my second and last story. But I figured I should leave you guys with some holiday horror suggestions to fill your fear this holiday season. I can't wait. What are they? Uh, We have Black Christmas, both the 1974 and the 2006 remake. Not as good, but you know, it's of the times. It's still fun. Yeah. Gremlins, 1984. The Lodge, 2019. Trigger warning. Trigger warning for child death and animal death. Well, and suicide. And suicide. Um, yeah, that one's a gnarly, heavy movie, but yeah. I feel like it really fits the theme for, like, today's weather and stuff yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, it's it's gnarly. It it's is. a slow burn, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, of course, lastly, we have Krampus from yeah. 2015 with Tony Collette and Adam Scott. And, yeah. Wow. That's, that was good. That's Creepy Christmas Reddit nice. for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that was that was very good. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. I got really into the dramatic. Reading. Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> I bet you fucking ate that shit up during popcorn reading. Dude, oh, I love popcorn reading. I You'd be like, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like you use the and quotes the raven. <laughs> Nevermore. Nevermore. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly like that. Let me hit my pen. Vape ASMR. Vape ASMR. I love it. Okay. (laughs) I just hate like putting it down and like making that sound. Okay. So this was posted by um, username Neophyte. Okay. Which like made me laugh at first because I thought it was Nephite, which is like a a subset of like Mormonism. Really? Like the (laughs) Nephites. That's so funny. (laughs) Are they like ultra Mormon? Um, I honestly don't remember, but I just remember them being there. Hold on. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Sorry for no, for please. Nephites, a, a question on Mormon Nephites and Lamanites, yeah. Lamanites, Lamanites, yeah. What the, the Nephites, um, according to the Book of Mormon, are one of the four groups that have settled in the ancient Americas. Um, this term is used throughout the Book of Mormon to describe the religious, political, and cultural traditions of the group of settlers. Oh, okay. So, so they're just like pilgrims, but yeah, Mormon. pretty much. Gotcha. Oh, they were descendants of the prophet Nephi. Oh, son of Lehi. I thought they were separated so from multiple, the Lamanites. There's multiple prophets. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, there's like oh, it's wait, like I presidents. Forget, yeah, like they die and then you and like, you get another up, one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> they die and then you get another one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, so Neo fight says Pizzagate was a huge deal. Oh my god. We had physical evidence, emails, Instagram profiles, etc. It's a scandal that dwarfs the original Watergate. After eight years, no one has been brought to justice. Epstein, quote, didn't kill himself. Seth Rich was, quote, murdered in a robbery. Mm. And in 2016, when this broke, it was a wild time. Reddit had crowdsourced an investigation in the now banned subreddit. And 4chan was on the case as well. Reddit wasn't the same censorship machine it is today. Mm. So they actually link the original Pizzagate wiki. Oh, shit. So I'm going to read from <gasps> Ooh, that. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> so this good. is what it looks like. Okay. Uh, there's like a huge banner. <laughs> this is not fake news. These are facts. Hashtag Pizzagate. I mean, you kind of already lost like half of your right? like audience. But okay, I... so it's interesting, right? Because yes. it says, what is Pizzagate.wiki? Okay. It says, we are an open source investigation organization which documents facts and sources about crimes, potential abuse of power, and disinformation conducted by governments around the world. Using facts and cited sources in bold. Oh. As well as honest discussion, we can collectively solve perhaps the greatest and most secret crime spree ever committed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so what is Pizzagate? Yes, what is Pizzagate? These days, Pizzagate means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Pizzagate, as a meme, originated from the release of John Podesta's emails, which contain unusual references to pizza and would eventually reveal his ties to the politically well-connected pizza, pizza restaurant Comet Ping Pong Pizza. <laughs> the well the politically well connected yeah. restaurant ping no, pong literally. pizza comet ping pong pizza <laughs> it reminds me of pizza planet from yeah, pizza pizza planet, yeah however the investigation has since evolved into a full-blown activist movement the mainstream media and those implicated are bombarding the subject with speculation divisiveness and most importantly pure disinformation in spite of all of this there are still serious scholars researchers journalists law enforcement agencies and governments courageously pursuing the subject so, Pizzagate is basically about sex trafficking, ritual abuse, and cybercrime and global political powers around the world. Okay. Um, the fact that 800,000 children are reported missing and 300,000 children are at risk of sexual exploitation in the United States alone every year. Damn. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay, yeah. There are approximately 20 to 30 million like sex slaves in the world today. And I just thought it was really interesting <laughs> that they talk about this whole, you know, the Pizzagate wiki itself mm -hmm. and how it's been scrubbed from the internet, right? Because mm -hmm. um, someone else comments down at the bottom, um, what unfolded after Pizzagate was something I've never seen at this scale before on the internet. Scrubbing the story you don't want people to know about slash think it's fake. It wasn't the internet. The entire MSM machine was in operation. And then I tried to Google MSM and it kept saying, like, did you mean MSM? No. Like the... And so no. I didn't I, I don't know what that meant. Oh fuck. Um it just says and then it click like um links the Pizzagate <laughs> conspiracy theory from Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And um all of the citations just lead to MSM news sites that dismiss it without refuting evidence. Oh. So on the Pizzagate conspiracy theory Wikipedia, like mm -hmm. the actual the actual one, mm -hmm. Pizzagate mm -hmm. quote okay. is a conspiracy theory that went viral during the 2016 United States presidential election cycle, falsely claiming that the New York City Police Department, NYPD, had discovered a pedophilia ring linked to members of the Democratic Party while searching through Anthony Weiner's emails. 
It had been extensively discredited by a wide range of organizations, including the Washington, D.C. police. Okay. In March 2016, the personal email account of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign chair, was hacked in a spear phishing attack, which, like, spear phishing is, like, those mass, like, email... um, like spam posts. <laughs> yeah, kind of? pretty much. Okay. Like a, a literal like a, attack on your computer when okay. it's like, oh, like, like you a have a virus. Yeah, okay, a malware. Yeah. Exactly. Um, WikiLeaks <laughs> publishes emails in November 2016, and proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed that the emails contained, contained, I'm sorry, coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials and U.S. restaurants with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring, hmm. including Comet Pizza. Comet ping pong pizzeria <laughs> in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's interesting because members of the alt right conservative journalists and others who had, you know, basically urged Clinton's prosecution over these emails mm-hmm. um, and her, you know, use of unrelated private email servers spread this conspiracy theory on social media outlets such mm-hmm. as like 4chan, 8chan, Reddit, Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. the like. What have you? Um, in response, a man from North Carolina traveled to Comet Ping Pong to investigate the conspiracy himself and fired a rifle inside the restaurant to break the lock on a door to a storage room during his search. The restaurant owner and staff also received death threats from conspiracy theorists. Fuck. So, I think it's interesting because Pizzagate is basically the predecessor to QAnon. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. like the, that, the that's like the origin of QAnon. Yeah, no, truly. Basically. Yeah. Um, and one of the other comments on like this original post about mm. Pizzagate, someone says, and this kind of stuck with me. Mm. Um, I was just thinking about the quote, I was just thinking about this. Pizzagate was the beginning of online censorship. If you look at Google Trends and look for Pizzagate and fake news, you will see the correlation. Other subreddits that have been banned as fast as they were created, like Pizzagate, Hampstead cover-up, Boston bombing, Las Vegas shooting, and of course, COVID. To which another Redditor replied, quote, yep, odd how the reptilian shapeshifter Facebook groups are still alive and well, while we are being banned. I was just like, hmm, interesting. Because I remember in 2016 when Pizzagate came out, I was like, oh my god, like, this is fucking crazy because I'm sorry, but like people like Jeffrey Epstein do exist. Like child sex trafficking rings do exist. Pedophilia yeah. rings do exist. Yes. Especially with like higher up people who can high, afford. High ranking, powerful yeah. people. Yeah. Absolutely. Who can afford. So like, that's what I believe in this. Obviously I don't believe that they like drink the blood of children and like, you know, what's it called? Um, um, ad, ad, ad. It's like it's like the oh adrenaphine adrena something. adrenochrome adrenochrome yeah adrenochrome. that it's the devil's like molecule yeah or something and some all of that bullshit shit. yeah um but I just thought it was in- really interesting because like looking back I was so hyped on not hyped on Pizzagate because obviously it's like a very um unfortunate situation but I was like oh my god like this is really happening like this because those emails are fucking weird they are very they are very very strange strange. it's hard to find any kind of context or rhyme or reason no exactly um so i think that's why i kind of like leaned into it back in 2016 but obviously like with any conspiracy theory you kind of have to bring yourself out of the realm of conspiracy theories themselves yeah yeah of course yeah the, the mindset of you know people that really hold conspiracy theories conspiracy theories conspiracy <laughs> theories to be true yeah like it's a completely different 
mindset and it's like yeah. it kind of goes to show just how easily you can get sucked into mm -hmm. that yeah, that absolutely. hole of like do your own research yeah news exactly um, you know use ivermectin to treat your covid <laughs> um like all, all this all this kind of stuff uh, and it, that's that was an interesting time right 2016 2016 was a very interesting time I mean, i'm like I'll, I'll give you my my conspiracy president. theory for 2016 what well this is i feel like this is just my conspiracy in general that i hold to be true what? um 2016 like january 2016 is mm -hmm. when david bowie died and i think david bowie was holding the fabric of the universe together because everything has gone downhill since david bowie died understandable and i'll maybe i'll cover that one in a few yeah, you should. I'll, I'll get some i'll get some uh Sources, somebody to back me up yeah. yeah i'll have marina back me up or something <laughs> honestly here's the thing and i um i actually really enjoyed um talking to my friend Alyssa about this because her favorite class of philosophy is absurdism okay. and i had never really studied it because i'm oh. more of a political theory major so mm -hmm. like i do you know stoicism mm -hmm. ancient greek philosophy all that kind of shit God, that's hot. i know <laughs> <laughs> she was like ew <laughs> and then she was like do you like anybody like outside of like plato and like socrates and shit and i was like i mean nietzsche and she was like ew <laughs> yeah because well, i mean you. yeah no so but okay, I've always fallen into nihilism because, you know, so many bad things have happened to me. It's just kind of like life has no purpose. Like we're all just fucking waiting to die. But absurdism in itself is basically saying like, yeah, life has no purpose. So like, why don't you make the most of it? Like, why don't you create your own reality? Because you can like you have that free agency. Oh, and I was okay. just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I so heard of that. Yeah. I, I, I like. I feel that way about conspiracy theories because it's like, yes, I can immediately fall into like the Illuminati's real and everything. Remember when people were saying like Obama was an antichrist and shit? Like yes, that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. like you can e so easily fall into that or you can be like, hey, like maybe the world isn't so bad and not everything is just a fucking. Not like, everything <laughs> is out to get you. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. So, so, so it's like not everything is out to get you. Maybe yeah. so make the most of. Yeah. You just know, like the time that you have yeah cool. i mean do i believe in politics and like political um like the like the political sphere as political it is right now stuff, yeah. no <clears throat> yeah but i don't i don't think that democratic candidates are drinking the blood of the blood of children for babies. adrenochrome yeah yeah in order to live forever and such yeah. so yeah like what's his name just died so oh yeah um what's his face kissinger kissinger yeah yeah, yeah. like so you know you know I guess they it, die it eventually. Must be, it must not be working. The queen died. Well. The queen died. Yeah. Oh, lots of lots of people died. Yeah. <laughs> lots of people lots died. Lots of people died. My grandpa finally died. God bless. Oh. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was this the one that went to like ESP? Or ESP? Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. shit. Nice. And the nice one that like told my mom like a bunch of horrible things and didn't told me never to call him grandpa again because like he's not my grandpa anymore. Like I'm an adult, so like grow up. <laughs> okay cool yeah, did he also like, like piss in your cornflakes <laughs> when you were a child because it sounds like he probably did it's so funny because he is one of like the main <laughs> proponents of me like being like obsessed with uh paranormal investigations and stuff i remember being in sixth grade and him being like we should go to the winchester mystery house like i will literally take us there and then he met his new wife and was and like oh weird. by the way fuck them kids and he got like, weird bit in my face Damn. yeah his wife was a friend. bitch too good thing she's dead too what hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah praise and worship everybody <laughs> you know what maybe creationism isn't so bad <laughs> oh no and that's the episode guys <laughs> 
You guys, I'm kidding. Please don't take that out of context. That was so we funny. are literally recording on the same day that we did last week's episode. So, like, there's a lot happening right yeah. now. We're in a lot of different lot of, planes. A lot of small jokes that you're not yeah. completely getting. Entirely privy to. Yes. yes. Yet. So, anyways. So, we love you. Follow us it. on Instagram. On a grassy knoll. Follow us on Twitter. OEGK podcast. And email us, please. Tell us your stories, your your own hypotheses and yeah oh wait did we say the email no oh oagk redux that's r-e-d-u-x at gmail.com you forgot the tiktok as well oh nobody fucking follows us on tiktok we haven't really gotten yeah to that we post, i posted our... one thing we haven't gotten to that stage of our evolution <sighs> maybe yet, if you guys follow us on instagram we'll fucking do something yeah we'll do a trick for you you guys, <laughs> you guys didn't Bitch. see but i just like <laughs> I just like came at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys didn't see it. We're so bitter. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, love you. Mean it. Bye. Happy holidays.